Welcome to Tell Me More About Co-Housing with Lynn Morstead and Kelly Soika. Co-Housing Houston is a multi-generational community-minded group of people who share the values of connection and sustainability. We're developing the first co-housing project in Texas, in Houston, even ahead of Austin. Actually, this is our introductory podcast. Even though I know if you've been following us, we've already done 11 of these podcasts, but you know what? We didn't really know what we were doing and maybe we still don't, <laughs> but uh, I think we've treated this like that, you know, those college campuses where they actually, they put the buildings in, but they don't lay down the walkways and they let the students find their paths. And then they eventually pour the concrete after the students have found their way around and what their normal routes are. That's kind of how we're doing this introduction here today. What do you think? Huh? <laughs> so we're ready to pour concrete, Lynn. <laughs> yeah, I think we're ready to pour concrete. <laughs> All so right, Kelly, let's go. tell our listeners, who in the heck are we? We've been talking for 10, 11 weeks. So Kelly, please introduce yourselves. Hello, everyone. I am Kelly Soika, and I am a member of Cohousing Houston. Um, we came to co-housing because we lived in co-housing in Colorado, and um, we moved down to Houston for my husband's work. We desperately miss the sense of community that we had uh, in co-housing and uh, really look forward to this group uh, being able to move in. It's come together just beautifully. and We've been really, really happy about that. Um, the podcast specifically, though, I really enjoy podcasts because I like learning by listening to what other people have to say about things. So I like this format a lot. And then um, when Lynn suggested that we might want to do this, I thought this is like the most co-housing project ever. It's two people who are becoming experts in a, in a minute for a minute about something. And it's multi-generational, although Lynn is not really that much older and I'm not really that much younger. I mean, we could be different generations. So I could be your mom, Kelly. I hate to tell you that. <laughs> You'd be a very, very young mom, but, but still, it's, it's the most co-housing, fun, kind of multi-generational thing to do. And, and it brings out the best, I think, of what co-housing can offer you. So how about you, Lynn? Why did you suggest this? Well, I, you know, actually, I'm using co-housing as my playground for all the things that I've always wanted to do in life. And I just love podcasts. I'm an avid podcast listener. I'm a runner. I'm a walker. I'm a bike, bike rider. And I just love to have earbuds plugged into my ears all the time listening to stuff. So that's kind of one reason. Um, the other reason is that somebody actually recommended that we should do this. So that's always a good way. A good to, nudge. It's <laughs> yeah. a good nudge. Yeah. And how did I come to all of this is I, um, I was a, I'm a founding member of the Co-Housing Houston group. A friend of a friend introduced us to the concept and we were just ready to go right away. So we got on board, we, were, we started this embryonic group that was meeting on a regular basis and it kind of grew from there. But um, the thing I always tell people is why did it really grab me? What was the real thing? My elevator speech on that is that I am sick and tired in Houston, Texas of everybody getting all neighborly, coming out of their air conditioned boxes when we have a disaster, which happens frequently, either floods or hurricanes or whatever. And they're all neighborly as if we've all been best friends our whole lives and sharing and cooking together and laughing, blah, blah, blah. And then as soon as the disaster is over, we all retreat and like you barely wave to each other from the driveway. And I'm just done with that. I want to live in a world where we have neighborliness every day without having to have a disaster injected into our lives. 
So that's that's free community. I like it. Yeah. Disaster free community. That should be maybe our tagline. I think so. Or bumper stickers, maybe. So anyway. So tell us. So that's what moved us to do a podcast. But I'm wondering about this podcast in particular, because I know that um, I have some specific goals for it. And I think you probably do too, Lynn. Um, I think I've shared with you that one of mine is it would be interesting to have an oral history. Co-housing mm. communities all have kind of these origin stories of how they got started. Um, most of them predate this technology. So it'll be interesting to have this uh, go back and listen. You know, in, in 10 years when we've all been living together, it'd be interesting to go back and listen to, um, to what we thought, what we said. Um, mm-hmm. Also, I find that as we're on this journey, we're meeting a lot of interesting people along the way. Uh, we have people, professionals who are advising us. There are people out there in the co-housing world who are just interesting. They look at the world differently. And so we have access to those people. It's great to be able to interview them um, and talk about what moves them in community or what their sense of community is. Um, and then also the third thing that I'm really enjoying about it is taking this kind of big concept of community or big concept of co-housing and really breaking down the specific elements and the specific categories, because as we've chosen a single topic for a podcast, it forces you to really think about mm-hmm. that element of living in community or of kind of just life in general. You know, it's it's interesting to uh, frame it that way. So those yeah. are my motivations. How about you, Lynn? Yeah, I think I would echo everything that you've said. Um, and also just that, you know, there really isn't a podcast out there that we could find in the co-housing arena. Um, and I know that as an adult learner and also somebody who, like I said earlier, I like to listen to a lot of podcasts, I will often just put into the podcast search whatever area of life that I feel like I need to stretch myself in, get a little bit more background in. And if you go before we started this, if you would go out there and put in co-housing, you'd find nothing. And I think it's a really, it's a really great way to share with people the message. And for me also, it's a way of refining my own personal conversation. Like I am a person who processes things orally. Like if I'm talking about it, I'm kind of getting my head straight about things. And I've, I do find that our conversations every week helps me get more thoughtful and more organized in my own head about how I talk about it. Since you and I are, after all, on kind of the front edge of the messaging for co-housing in Houston and getting the word out, and it's been really helpful. Yeah, it's like the intentional of intentional community, right? Yeah. So Kelly, speaking of how we talk about co-housing, one of the things I love that you introduced to me that I hadn't read about anywhere else or really seen anywhere is this kind of three-pronged framework. And actually, I know everything comes in threes now that I've met you. (laughs) So maybe you could share with us this framework that you use to talk about co-housing. Yeah, I felt like it was really helpful to take this idea of community. You know, if you ask people, well, why are you interested in causing? They're like, well, I'm interested in community. But what does that really mean? Why, why does that happen in co-housing? Um, how, how does co-housing make that happen? So the first thing that I think of are shared meals. Mm-hmm. This can also be kind of extended to shared rituals, you know, like the 4th of July picnic or the things that you do together that are Um, eating, breaking bread together, you know, as cooking together, sharing something um, on a regular basis. The second one is kind of a shared purpose. So that could be the shared work of managing the community. It could also be the shared work of um, literally pulling weeds, you know, work days. 
that sense of shared purpose, it gives you a reason to come together for those, those shared meals. But then the thing that I think ties it totally together is this everyday encounter. Um, you bump into people with frequency. Mm. And so because you see them frequently, you have a basis of um, familiarity when you come together for your shared work or for your shared meal. Mm-hmm. So to me, that's the thing that brings it together. I think you have a quote about that though too, Lynn, right? I do. There's there's something I've heard said, Chuck Durrett in, in his documentary, he talks about it as well, about it's really co-housing for him is the life between the houses. And, yeah. um, you know, in a lot of neighborhoods, there's not a lot of life between the houses, or especially any. when you live in, in pretty hot climates where people don't really want to be outside. You know, one of the things that strikes me as a thread running through all those three is um, the fact that because you have this shared meals, a shared work and these regular encounters, when you do come together, you go way beyond the superficial. And because they're more regular, you know more about each other's lives. So you're not always starting out at the what's going on with you, you know, and somebody's catching you up on the last six months or the last month. It's really you've got these threads that's allow you to say things like, oh, how did it go last week when your daughter was doing that violin recital? You know, you've, yeah. you've got this continuity. So it's this kind of threading and weaving of our lives together into this fabric and um, this kind of strong, I imagine this kind of A-frame framework, which creates this ultimate strength, you know, it's like the arches in the cathedrals. Yes. Um, <laughs> yes. yes. So maybe we should tell our listeners a little bit about what we're thinking um, about how we're going to structure this. And we have really, really good information on that because we've actually been able to live up to it for the last 11 weeks. So this is what we're expecting is we're expecting that it's going to be weekly and it'll run um, 20 minutes. Well, for sure, less than 30. We can guarantee that because we don't want to really be going on forever. Yeah, um, we're also going to run with the first cut. I don't yes. know if you can hear the siren behind me right now. <laughs> I often bring the um, background music of, uh, of leaf blowers and all kinds of things, but we just start and we go. And so you're getting just just us in one, one long, unedited cut. <laughs> there you go. Fun. We want to make it fun. It's very informal. And, you know, Kelly and I have a lot of energy, so we do inevitably step on top of each other. And uh, we have little... We're trying, though, right? (laughs) We're trying. I think we're getting better. But anyway. Yeah. And um, like I said, we have run across some really interesting people as we've been working on co-housing. So we intend... We have invited already some guests, um, Mm -hmm. but we intend to bring that in because I think there are a lot of voices out there that are really interesting and that people would like to hear from. Yeah. So is there anything else we need to say? I don't know. I think that's it. I I think think that's it. Like, thank you. Thank you for listening. Thanks for clicking on this. Um, And then, you know, we talk a lot in co-housing about people showing up for one another. So if you would like our podcast to show up for you every week, then uh, go ahead and subscribe to it. It's the easiest way for it to just appear in your queue. And then also let us know how we're doing. You can give a little rating on your podcast service. If you have any suggestions for topics or know people who we might want to interview, please send us an email at info at cohousinghouston.com, or you could go to our website and just click on the contact tab. It'll come to us that way. Well, thanks for stopping by. We're so glad you clicked on our episode today. For more information about our project, Cohousing Houston, go to cohousinghouston.com and subscribe to our newsletter. For general information about cohousing, we like cohousing.org. 
And we're really active on social media. So check out what's happening on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter under Co-Housing Houston. Have a good day.